0: everyone to the Perceptive Readers, The Mind's Social Perceptive Readers Part 4. Thank you for going through the first three podcasts with me. I really do appreciate you taking the time and also enjoying the website of pockbooks.com. What I'm going to do as I shared with you earlier, uh, I made certain statements. Uh, Some may look at them as well, are they proven? Are they totally proven or what have you? You know, uh, these are actually items that, or conversations I've had over the years, uh, time and time again since the year of 2010. Uh, some persons, um, truthfully, uh, weren't aware or couldn't fathom exactly what was happening with the poppers.com website domain, books, uh, podcasts, yes, anything that I put out in a digital way of media, uh, they found completely almost like, no, this is just unbelievable. And yet more and more as some paid more attention to it, uh, in their minds, it was like, my word, this is really happening. And so uh what ended up happening also to me at times was, you know, when you deal with something long enough, there are going to be days where you're just going to be tired, you're going to be frustrated, and things of that nature. So, you know, at times I've even been uh, quick or nippy with ones, and all, all I can do is just say again is, you know, sometimes you have to put yourself in other person's shoes as to see why they are really feeling that way. Because oftentimes you will see there's a survival of the fittest um, analogy or outlook on life. And so if you have a person that just don't seem to measure up to what, you know, everybody else may look at as, oh, this is is the way you should be this tough or, or, or what have you. Where, again, you don't always know what the person has been through in their life. You know, they could have been along those same, that same stamina. And sometimes I uh, use that example of, have you ever heard of the cartoon called Animal Farm? Animal Farm yeah uh, it has a ver- the very first version oh has a very deeper meaning to what people know in general and normally teachers have to tell you what it was uh, uh pertaining to but in that uh animation or cartoon, it actually had a horse you see and after the corrupt owner. Uh, you know, the mean owner, uh, was ran out of that farm, uh, because of his, once again, uh, bad way of treating the animals and things of that nature. Uh, a lot of the work was left up to, uh, the horse. Okay. And this horse was very, very, very strong, very strong. Yet the load was placed on the horse so much by then, you know, some of the pigs uh, that started to rule that more and more was requested and less and less amount of time or resources given to restore what the horse needed for his body, you see, uh, to be as strong. And you could see over the course of time, Oh, he wasn't looking strong anymore. He was, uh, his body was becoming more and more tore down because he was just working, working, working more, but still wasn't getting what he need, the nourishment to restore. You see what he was putting out. Doesn't that make sense? Uh, all right. Well, this is getting to the same thing with what people go through in life at times. You can have a person and you may say, boy, that person just Cries at the drop of a dime or what have you. And yet, that same person, if they would not have already gone through the many uh, or, or traumatic things in their life, that person probably would not only be holding themselves up, but you and a hundred other people. You see? And so that's the whole thing. That's why, you know, I always emphasize It is best just to be kind, and if you can't really be kind, then be professional, you know, about the way that you treat people. And all that normally takes is a hello and a smile, and and may I help you, you see. So, with that being said, the other thing that I would like to state too is that you know, I will continue to mention whenever I talk about matters like I did in the other podcasts, and even use the good book. I'm going to always emphasize that there are certain scriptures in mind, and Matthew chapter 7 is one of them if you read the whole thing, that I truly keep in mind uh, because I want to make sure that when I do talk about things, I try to stick to things that are really already known, even though I may use an illustration that somebody may not have already spoken about. But I at least try to always say, you know, there are ones, the ones who have the responsibility and things of that nature. That's them to share something Totally brand new or off the wall. I, I don't mean off the wall. I, I am so sorry to say that. It may sound off the wall to you, but it would be totally in the spiritual sense. Another thing uh, that I mentioned, you know, as you can see on the website, when you're at a party, don't you notice or oh, a family gathering, uh uh family reunion? You notice how people are so happy and they're dancing around, jumping up and down, and things of that nature. See That's one of the things that uh, I've basically uh, tried to offer over the years as well at my website Uh, at popbooks.com. We've talked about very deep things, huh? Uh, Humorous things, but another thing is to always try my best to have you go away from that, even if you got a deep thought. You know, in the end of all matters, if you heard me say everything is truly going to be all right. you see, you just have to do the best you can, and I just want to use an expression that another man did use, and he's because he's he's adamant about this and and I'm not disagreeing with him, but you know, I like to say, do the best you can, and he at the same time I like to say still. Do what's necessary. Okay, so do the best you can to do what's necessary. All right. So with that being the case, you know I have stated that, uh, straight up, you know, um, things that that would be considered documented crimes have been committed against the website. Yet yeah, I'm not going to break down, um. Incident by incident, what I am going to share with you is how can such a thing really be done? And if you look up the term, if you ever looked up the term gang stalking on Urban Dictionary, it is very deep. And the reason why I want to use the Urban Dictionary, because more than once uh, in real life and uh, from on social media, and blog posts that I've read, there are some people that say, you know, anyone who said that they gang stalked or, or been gang stalked or whatever, they just plain paranoid. Now, you know, I'm going to make a next statement, and you know when I said a statement, you know I'm always 99% to 100% sure if I say it. You know what the truth of the matter is? Uh, they are really partially incorrect. There are such things as mental illness, as we know, and paranoia, schizophrenia, and things of that nature. We we know that. But just as much as there's documented proof that there's medical conditions that cause people to have uh, paranoia and schizophrenia, things of that nature, there's also documented legal proof the extent of what bullies will do when they get together and one the extreme form of bullying does fall into gang stalking so what is gang stalking well according to the urban dictionary it says it is simply a form of community mobbing an organized stalking combined just like you have workplace mobbing or online mobbing which are both recognized as legitimate this is the community form okay It is organized harassment. Now this is a very, very long uh, uh, write-up, very detailed. But notice it says that gang stalking is a hate crime. And what is the goal? The goal is to sensitize the target to a stimuli, isolate the target, make them destitute, The secondary goals seem to be to make the target homeless, jobless, give them a breakdown and the primary goals seem to be to drive the target to suicide. This is a fact. Let me share that with you again. This is a fact. And on top of that, you see it is amazing how you know. Um, it, There's one podcast I made earlier that I still haven't posted to the website, where I talked about even the connotation, and I did say double speak of even the word social distancing, which originally would have been physical distancing, and I stated some reasons why that terminology most likely came about, but. Some of the results as well as the way it's being used. I asked the question, is it once again to also, in a sense, justify uh, some of the censorships and other things that they have done on the Internet with some of their resources? I mean, truly, some of these sites and the way they're helped or or the blocking of certain resources or, or what have you, it really wasn't necessary uh, on some of them. And I know that for over 50% of, of, of the facts here. You see? So my point is, I'm just uh, giving you some information. And so the goal of gang stalking really has been to make somebody destitute, target homeless, jobless. See, for some persons, okay? And and this is a conversation I had with... uh Person some years ago, and this was before the term gang stalking was even used. Uh, but there was a, a person, this is not the only person, but there was a person that was really just known, you know, to have their senses and wits about themselves. And when it was explained that now all of a sudden, just, oh, in the course of, it had to be less than six months. Uh, this person ended up having a total mental breakdown. And it was like, the person wasn't stressed out from their job. It wasn't their job. But they just started describing things that if you even read uh, uh, the Urban Dictionary form of gang stalking, you would see that they were describing the very things that I mentioned in here. But because persons really didn't know that bullies were actually organized in this way, uh, the person was still looked at more of, no, you just paranoid and things of that nature. Well, you know, all I'm going to tell you is this term that family has been documented is documented because there's been enough cases proven cases even to a, a extent where they've had to have i think it mentioned a couple of organizations on here help people to deal with it now with all that information in mind see sometimes when you see a person say something on the internet you know you've even heard me say something when i was on uh, quite a bit on my uh other uh social media uh, popbooks.com when I used to have a Twitter handle about different things that was happening, uh, with my books and, and everything else. And even still presently, uh, the coordinated effects, you know, I can stand straight before you and, and before the true God and tell you the serious extent it gets to. Gang stalking. Is so organized at times. And remember, I use the term social distancing. You will find, and there are there are quite a few persons that's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about, and you're probably gonna say, Amen to the good Lord in the heaven. That somebody said it, that not only will you see your uh censorship or Difficulty with using certain things on the internet, you will see how it actually branches out as well in real life, in your um, in your associations, uh, uh, in especially in the workplace and things of that nature. So, uh, even going to the store at times, you, you would you would be very interesting to see how this stuff works. Why am I sharing this with you? Uh, where I already gave you one reason, but I want to give you another reason. You know, I keep saying you have to understand it, it, please, if you can empathize sometimes why somebody is in the situation that they are in. And I do know, um, one man, uh, um, bless his heart, so to speak. Sometimes he does have a tendency to jump on a class of persons. At least once a month, he seems to really jump on them, and then when a certain persons speak up for them at times, then he will say that you're basically clout chasing them and things of like nature, that. and that's not what that person is doing at all. What it is is, and I'm a t- and I'm gonna share with you why the person does it. You know, uh, bring up these uh, points of saying, you know, what if you were in their shoes? Because of the simple fact that you do have a lot of creators and and uh, thank goodness for a while when YouTube was really you know not doing all of this censorship and all this stuff like that, it made an opportunity for persons who were creative, a little bit uh, you know uh, weird in the way that they view the world and everything else. They were able to end up making a living and doing it without going to a lot of extended contracts. You see, and as we watched those persons, you ended up saying, oh, what a neat person, what a neat personality. No, they were not of this famous, famous nature. But yet they were receiving funds that allow them to not only put a roof over their heads, but boy, they could eat good. They could go on vacations. Hey, that's all they needed. And they were happy. And I admit some of them went on to get great stardom, but I want to at least focus in, focus in on their personality. Why well, I want to focus in on their personality? Because these same persons, had the opportunity presented to them through YouTube and these other platforms to take a hobby of theirs that what some people might call a hobby in one sense was valuable information to the next person. And so it was enough to monetize it. All right. And so with that in place, remember these same type of persons. when you were watching them and say oh I like it <laughs> you know talking about how interesting their personality was they're weird or what you like about them so what what is that saying it was telling you still something about your own personality you have those same qualities uh, those traits that you're attracted to that you value all right now with that in mind see not everybody. Always had the opportunity. And as you know, YouTube wasn't even always around until uh, after the 20th century or what have you or something like that. I mean, 21st century where we're in or what have you, but other persons in their life had to take other, uh, roads at times. And sometimes, uh, you know, other persons who may not know the whole situation will end up saying, well, they shouldn't have took it. They should have been more, you know, knowledgeable in this and that. And again, it's not always that simple. Even when you say, well, look what this person is doing now. Well, it may look like the person is enjoying what they're doing in this way or that way. But how do you know it's not really just part of a contract of, okay, this is what I have to do for now until the contract is up, you see. So these are just thoughts to keep in mind because these very same people, you will find, uh you know, I mentioned the term uh, uh, gang stalking earlier. I'm not going to call it gang stalking, but normally, you know, the more higher profile you get, the more you do, just either have to have bodyguards or you, or you at least have people, uh, you want to call them paparazzi or whatever you want, always around you. You see, and, um, that is just the nature of different things. So what I've always tried to do, and I'll just share is for myself, I try not to say shame on you because. Some of these persons, I keep saying again, look at your personality. When you look in the mirror, do you have a very neat personality? A one that is valuable? Do you find yourself then, at at times too, that if you were faced with certain types of choices as well, you see, how would you fare without the knowledge that you're receiving now? You see, and so... I just want you to think about that and along with these thoughts too where I talked about the gang stalk and the reason why I mention it because there has been a coordinated effort and that's how it's done. There's been times that you know I've actually uh you know I've written um uh, quite a few articles that people didn't even know about because there was an organized uh censorship program going on for years to actually scrape my articles from the internet and now just recently uh, thanks to some of the uh, the authorities that got involved uh, persons are seeing them where they didn't see them before so I'm thankful for that. Now the other thing with this uh, uh, organized effort uh, of um, things, see sometimes people think Just because a friend asks you this or a frat brother or whatever you want to call that, you know, you kind of get in the mode that, hey, since I was asked by this person or that person, you don't even think about really totally as an aspect that, no, this is a straight up crime. This is something that once again is punishable by even jail time or some type of fine on top of that. Uh, and that's even without, you know, going to court for punitive damages and things of that nature. So you really have to think about it. And so what happens is, take for instance, you have a person who have an internet site like myself. And sometimes people say, well, you know, it's just only on you, you know, to make it big and things of that nature. Don't ask for nobody to give you nothing. And you probably may say, Yeah, that's fine with me you know but see there's a difference of not expecting something from someone and then actually every door you knock on then you then there are a group or crew of people that go behind you after that door where you had a good conversation with somebody and then they say well you know uh right now we're just trying to really uh Uh, uh, corner him to uh, have to just come and give all his treasure to us, you see, so wouldn't that be a shame so can a person really say then it's all up to you if there's an organized bullying effort to no matter where you go, you might say to this person, hey you know all I can do is just offer this amount of money for your services and then that same person gets an email or get contacted and say, that's all he can offer you for your services? Let me tell you something. What we'll offer you, you would be good for a whole week, for a whole month. What he's giving you is not even a happy meal. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? So this is how they work, some of these fraternities. They go behind you. They follow around you. Whoever you contact with, then they go and steal or usurp the business from you. You see? And depending on how opportunistic the persons are, at the very least, you will have very few people who will tell you what's going on. And then when they do, They take a hit like I don't know what because they related to you. These persons are doing very, very bad things against you and your business. And I'm sorry I had to tell you with tears in their eyes. So with that in mind, these are a few things that I'll share in the article as I put all of these podcasts together. I wrote this as the result of the gang stalking and what has happened to PopBooks over the past 2010. Um the 10 years and when it was, you know, came online in 2010. I wrote that uh the results of the attack on the popbooks.com business and domain was irreparable damage really that assisted in destroying relationships I've developed or attempted to develop for the rest of this age. So it doesn't mean that there can't be no forgiveness. I I, I want to assure this to you, but it has caused some serious damage in some of the relationships that once again, if these persons weren't involved, it wouldn't have happened, period. I would still rather, you know, um, you heard me say earlier, just leave certain things in God's hands. The other thing that I want to share with you is, as emphasis, don't believe life circumstances can't place you in situations where your so- social status will not change. In other words, you know, sometimes people make it seem like you can get out of any situation, whatever. And I use the example of slavery, you know, uh, especially in the 1800s. People were born slaves. They died as slaves, you see. And the only way they could change their circumstances is if they ended up what? Escaping. And really, come on, <laughs> come on. And so the point is, there are still situations in life where uh, I could go to the extreme, which a lot of extreme stuff does happen, um, you know, other type of crimes. But I just want to share this with you so you don't feel bad if anybody... Uh, ends up saying, oh, it's all in the way that you look at it. Um, uh, uh, again, I want to emphasize, there are some situations really only God and sometimes even a miracle will get you out of. The other thing, when people try to enlist you to do harm to others, and this is important, this is very important, when persons try to enlist you to do harm to others because they say the person that they're doing into it is bad. You know what I found in my experience? That If the person really is as bad as they said, I found that most people are really scared to do those type of things to them in the first place. I mean, and they certainly wouldn't go up in their face, you know, and say exactly what they're doing. Why do you need to know this? Because if you ever once again approach to do something to some to somebody or this and that, and then they just say, Oh, this person's bad because they're this, they're that, they're whoo hoo hoo, you see, all of that, then It normally should take you, I would say, even less than a day. But I'll get your mom to see. Wait a minute. I observed it. So you're trying to say, this person is really hiding this deep-seated thing in their personality. Are they going out at night doing this and doing that? And and the point is, normally if a person is that bad, (laughs) that person is doing what they're doing on a daily or weekly basis anyway. So the whole point is I've often noticed that normally when people say they want to do something to somebody because they're so bad, they're so bad the person really isn't as, as bad as they, they say that they are. Because, again, uh, people have a tendency, at least the opportunistic ones, to the, the have the fear in them anyway, where it's like, I, I'm not messing with that person. All right. Now, here's the other thing. When uh When do you have to speak up? When the very things the people assure you uh, doesn't matter, keeps putting you in the doghouse or pit while the opportunistic ones keep taking advantage of your situation, you have to speak up. I've seen more than once persons who were willing to always forgive and forget and sometimes messed up stuff were going on. And so they'll even take the blame for the other person's putting them on when they had nothing to do with, uh, you know, maybe, um, uh, uh, something that's, that, that was dropped even on the job or something that wasn't filled out or what have you. I'm seeing it. And because they'd be like, Oh, it's a little thing. But what was happening over time is these persons who were making the mistakes when it came time to report these matters by By the way, they kept placing the fault with this other person. This other person was like, oh, hey, as long as it's taken care of. What it developed was this uh, trail of documentation of this person being so bad. And the next thing you know, that was the person being walked out of the job. When they were the qualified one, but once again, because they were just going along with, yeah, what does it matter? You know, just just take the blame for it. Don't don't feel like you, you, you know, you're perfect and all this stuff like that. And and I'm here to tell you today, don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for it because the point is, if these persons are so for you, and if they're also so upright and ethically upright, one to speak, they wouldn't want to do that in the first place. They keep on putting situations on you just to try to show you're not perfect. And then sometimes God will keep on flipping it on them to show just what they're doing that's wrong. But because you're trying to go along to get along, you, you, you start saying, oh, no, You're right, I don't want to think too much of myself. Now, I know I do make mistakes sometimes. But no, you're not that inept or, inqual- or unqualified in certain things which they'll make you. And I told you, I've seen it. I've seen persons actually get walked out or lose their job and they did not make all the serious mistakes that person said that they were making. And then the ones who were, you know, setting them up in that way, they're still there running things, still sabotaging people. But anyway, um, so... With that being said, I want to uh, finish up by saying something that I did learn um, from my father. And this is something that I've really tried to emphasize to people uh, over the years sometimes. I believe, I told you, in forgiveness and what Jesus said. I really do truly believe. And sometimes to whatever the extent something has gone to, remember I told you to the point where you could actually lose a job or or, or something like that because of what people are piling up on you. So when you get to the point where you start standing up to things and these persons still insist on slandering you or, or causing harm to your business or what have you, it's not that you may not want to forgive them or whatever, but I want to emphasize this. If you have to kick somebody's butt, it is unwise, once you've done it, to put them in a position of trust in your circles afterwards. This has nothing to do with forgiveness. These persons have shown too much of a propensity towards wanting to damage the foundation of what you need for yourself, your family, and for others. So remember... I use that expression. It's it's figuratively, even though it has been applied literally in younger days. If you have to kick somebody's butt, it is unwise to put them in a position of trust. In your circles afterwards. We're not talking about, you know, a conversation just saying, look, why are you mess up? Now we're talking about, you know, when there's a serious battle. And that's why I use the example with your job or something. If you know someone is seriously out there trying to cause you to lose your job and you know, once again, what they're doing, you see the setup and things of that nature and they persist and persist. Uh, uh-uh. uh, once as the scripture says, the pit that they laid for you, it's going to be returned back on them and you see it. Hey, you might still have a kind word to them to say, hey, things will be better one day. But that doesn't mean if all of a sudden the person say, hey, well, we've making you now the manager of this department. OK, now you can have another manager and uh maybe four levels of. Of employees, level one, two, three, four, what have you, uh, what have you. Well, you better make sure that person who was the manager with you, even if you do provide a way for him to have income or, you know, or her or whatever, (laughs) you better not put that person on the same level to do it to you again. But then again, the choice is always yours. So this was a breakdown. Everything I stated in here, I, you know, I stand by and you can feel free to um, ask me more about it. This is factual information. It's factual information. Popbooks.com has been under assault for years. People stealing it. then making jokes about it. The defacing. Uh, the other things that they've done, taking it down. The constant every day, 24 hours a day. I put a post, they, just like they did with Mines, they change it, uh, they block certain things. I've contacted help desks over, over the years when I used to be with different hosting providers where some of the persons who were not in the in crowd, uh, like, uh, help desks uh, on personnel. We'll sometimes get involved and be and remember since they weren't part of the uh, in crowd all of a sudden they'll find out something going on my website so I'm almost like I can't believe this is happening okay so really you have all the information now you can do with it and uh, and use it really in beneficial ways but this has come about as I told you before if you got something to really say, That helps people. In a positive way. You see. They will come. And just as one person. Had said a few years ago. You know. They were basically relating to one man. That yeah. You're always trying to take things. From a professional um, standpoint. But because you. Mention that name. And y'all know what name I'm talking about. some of, Then that's all people can associate with you. And so you know what the thought went through with my mind? Oh, so that justifies you then committing all these crimes or abusing me in this way, huh? You know, that's that's what the man said. You you see what I'm saying? So that's the whole point. But I will go a step further in closing. I truly have felt this way for years. Every person professing their and all they're gonna do is just speak for you know uh, uh, the Christians or what have you at this time but every person who has been jailed for expressing just their faith not committing any crime but professing just this is what I believe the Bible says or, or what have you I I really don't believe they should be in jail. And I've felt for years, and I've said it in prayers for years to God. Release them, even though I you know I can't tell God what to do. But that's the way I've always felt my mind hasn't changed because it's not justified. It's unethical. It's amoral that these ones are in jail. Just because they say, there is a true God in heaven, and do you know what his name is? This is a fact. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming to the website and sharing. I'm James Lynch. I appreciate you having this special Perceptive Readers with me. You take care.